George, those were some films that I very much enjoyed talking about. Thank you very much. Now it's time, as always with every week, to go to our listeners who write into the show to hello at popkitchenpodcast.com, just like Matthias did. Hmm. Matthias? Matthias? I'd say Matthias. A little bit of a hard T in there. He says, hello, James and George. Matthias from Belgium here. Belgium. A big movie enthusiast and new listener who's only just discovered your podcast, but is loving every new episode of it. Great. During, uh, during the couple of episodes that I've already listened to, I heard you guys praise There Will Be Blood. Yes. It's one of the greatest films of the century, as it was a film that had been on my watch list for some time. I decided to give it a go. Ooh. While I definitely enjoyed the story and thought the acting was outstanding, I didn't get the same level of excitement from it that you guys display and wondered if there was something I might have missed. After doing some research and reading some opinions online, I found that there were several layers to the movie that I didn't really pick up on. This got me thinking, are there any movies you guys recommend to begin the journey to a more critical way of watching and experiencing movies thank you in advance for the answer and keep up the great content i'm recommending you guys to every other movie lover i know why every other not yeah every every other every every every, feel every not every other yeah you wouldn't like it yeah yeah but you you don't get it you get it no not i think i'm being pedantic Um, but george there will be blood yeah, so there will be blood. It's interesting you bring that up because I rewatched it this weekend. Mm. You might have heard us talking about it. Oh, by the way, I don't think we said it was one of the best films this century. It has often it been ha- described. Oh, right. I see. Thank you. Oh, no, no. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like rated as such. There will be blood. So I rewatched it this weekend for the fourth time. Nice. The last time I watched it would have been about six years ago. Yep. Um, no. Five years ago. You know me with dates, I'll remember. Yeah, yeah. Five years ago. So it's a good amount of time. Things might have changed. And I was watching it because, as I previously mentioned, just mentioned on another, did mention it. another episode, uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen it. And I was genuinely really interested to see what she thought about it. Because yeah. it's not her kind of film. Uh, uh, it does have one female character in. Yeah. She has about two lines. But it's not, not great at selling... Uh, to the other half. Yeah, it can be it can be stuffy and slightly uh, intense. Yes, yes, and <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very words. mean male kind of kind of film. Isn't yes, it? aggressive. Um, yeah, aggressive. Anyway, there were both, but we sat down to watch it and we watched it. So your your question is, is kind of apt because you've just watched it for the first time. Mm. My, girlfriend, my girlfriend's just watched it, and I've watched it for the fourth time. Um, my impression going coming out of it. I mean, actually, my impression fifteen minutes in was like. I fucking love this so film good. and it's what definitely it just immediately like 50 minutes in it was like right right up there it's one of my favorites mm. i think this is one of the best fucking films ever made is that I like think, during the i'm an oil man speech no it's actually uh it's before that it's the 15 minute prologue where there's no dialogue uh, where it's just the yeah. johnny greenwood you know mm-hmm. yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God. And then that obviously escalated with, with every single scene that mm. followed. Uh, I love it. I found it just so hypnotic and it just captures you. And like, the thing is about There Will Be Blood is that it's one of those things that you just can't quite explain in a way. The way it so makes you feel. The way, exactly, because it looks like a conventional film. Yeah. It's about conventional things. It's about a story you can understand it's set in a real time and it's a period piece all that stuff but it's presented in such a distinctive weird but not not like it's not so weird that you can draw out and go well it's a bit weird Mm. it's like it's so close to normal that it's almost normal but it's not normal it's just slightly off nobody reacts like a human being Everyone yeah. is sort of slightly off and disgusting. And well, I think for me, the, like what I started to realize is it, it's like everything is heightened to the point of where it's like a religious painting. Everything is like religious symbolism. And everything yes. is big. And it's like they took this really dense novel and stripped it down to the most 
basic themes. Uh, not basically, but like, you know, and thought, well, let's do less is more and let's just make it really grand. Mm. And I, I, it's like just, an epic. Yeah, so they thought, let's make, the, let's make the imagery huge and really striking. And some of the images are great. I love the, like, it's almost like religious scale, like I said, mm. you know, um, images with, at the beginning when the, the, they've tested for the oil and the, the thing comes out and he wipes his hand down it and his hand's black and he shows it like that. Yeah. Front, and it's like, it's like holding it's, up a commandment it's from like God. It's like 2001 with the yes, bone yeah. or with the, the monolith. And then the whole section where, I'm going to talk about this, sorry, in pretty much spoiler territory. Spoilers for There Will Be Blood. So if you haven't seen There Will Be Please Blood, go and, uh, go and watch it or skip, the skip, skip ahead. This it has been out for 15 years, but the whole section with the um, where the Derek explodes and you've yeah. got the gas and the, the, the flames. Oil flying yeah, and it's like, this is like huge imagery cinema on a huge scale. And the whole, the whole bit of that sequence where he's running with HW and he's covered with oil and, you, and it's catching fire. Mm. And the music, I hadn't really realized how percussive that scene is. It's like... <laughs> sorry, that sounds like beatboxing. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and the and the camera's like moving up men like running into the frame. There's something about the way it, it's just like pure cinema, and I I was just loving it. I was I was there from the moment I watched it. Um, my girlfriend, when I said like, oh, it, it, it's quite a peculiar film. I think that's her experience because she she did not like it, mm. but I think she spent the days. It stayed with her the, the days it since. Will. It's sticky it will. like the oil. <laughs> uh, but it, but it, it's like it's that thing where you see a film that looks. I think her brain is going, well, that looks like a normal film. And I was watching that as if it was a normal film, mm. but it's not a normal film. It's presented much more differently. So once you adjust to the peculiarity of it, she's already saying, I think I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Because when you go and watch again, you know what to expect. I think you'll get so much more out of it. And that's, I remember when I first watched it, I was probably at 15 with my yeah. parents. We all, and we all had that experience, which is like, oh, we were, we were really into that. We we're really engaged, but I don't really know what it's about doing what exactly it's about. what matthias said there's probably elements that we've missed which isn't yeah. there's nothing wrong with that by the way but what i got out of the fourth time watching it was like i just love that i mean if you want to read into it like i just love how it's just like a grudge match between religion and capitalism for the blood of the nation you've got these things in the left in the right corner you've got religion and in the left corner you've got capitalism and what will happen when these two things fight who knows but guess what there will be blood mm. and I was like, that's what the title means to me there will be blood that is the the, the and how they won't, they both wonderfully exploit each other to get where they need to be like oh, like yeah. paul dano uh uses uh what space is capital to get eli the uses play views and then same yeah. again like he's like okay well if we can just get the church to get everyone to come and do what i need them to do then so forth they're mm. both using each other yeah he only ways. gets eli to come and say something once someone's died yes. down there so um yeah i i love i the, some of the other like religious imagery as well like when there's like a baby the young hw at the beginning they like the father blesses him puts like a bit of oil on his forehead because mm. it's like um the, this thing they found and i and i i find it interesting that the the disc in terms of like where biblical storytelling is done the discovery of oil down that well and, and the celebration that causes is then juxtaposed with like the discovery of a child it's like this child has been thrust upon him this baby mm. And, she uses like a prop. And yeah, exactly. And it's like, is he going to... Like on the one hand, you've got the child trying to pull him in the direction of the light. And then you've got on the other hand, this oil, which is like the blood of the land, literally pouring up. Um, I loved... I Just this, the imagery is so striking. And this, just the performance. It's, I mean... One of the great modern actor performances of all time. I mean, Paul Dana, for one thing. Uh, especially for excellent. his age. Incredible. Ex 
He's First got that scene. whispering talk. That's Meryl Streep, actually. Sorry. <laughs> 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 We've always described impressions yeah. as like a spectrum. Yeah, but it's like, you can drift into. Oh, demon. Get, get out. out. Oh, Daniel. Do you Daniel. have God yeah. in your soul? You have abandoned your child. And then Say it louder. You have abandoned your child. And then Daniel Day-Lewis just doing a performance that is so endlessly rewatchable. And just it just absolutely makes you stick to your chair. Yeah. You, it fixes you in the spot and is nothing quite like it. And just that, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm an oil man, you'll, you'll have to agree. The booming. And the way that he scans a room and looks yeah. across. And, uh, so, so and Eli, sorry, Eli stands up and says, will the new well lead to the church? That's exactly where it'll lead, Eli. That's right. He says that so many times in the film, and someone asks him something, he goes, "That's right." Yes. Sorry. So I was going to say, like exactly that. And someone once described his performance as even at Daniel Plainview's politest, he is violently impatient. Oh, yeah. He's always on the verge of just like he I just hates saying yeah. what I have to say to get people to do what I want them to when do. He, when he, and then that yeah. culminates in the I've abandoned my child scene, where yeah. it starts off as this, I'm just going to say, "Give me the blood, you lie. Give me the blood. Give me, feed me the line. Yeah. Feed me the line." And when it comes to the point where he's forcing him to confront, he's like, and "It's like I've abandoned my child." Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just and he hates it. Hates the fact that Eli's got to him, and it's impossible to look away from that yeah. scene it's and so so good i always get whenever i get uh daniel plainview monologue on my social feeds i'll stop and watch it oh yeah. like, i cannot not watch this the, and the, the bit where he's first asked to buy uh the sunday ranch which is where eli lives mm. he's talking to the father and then like eli off, like, off the corner of his shoulder just like what about our oil and he's like what about it yep okay and he's like what would you do with the money for the oil and he's like i build a church and like he almost i want to laugh and he goes that's good Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Like the Church good. of the Third. Yeah, the Third Revelation. Revelation. And then I realized when it builds to the end, what, and just a great, because the whole film is like a, a, a well. It's yes, like shaking about a, a pressure cooker. It often yeah. does. Um, and it builds to just, and we talked about like one of the best endings that we can yeah. think of in films. And uh, obviously a spoiler, but what I realized is in the end, when you have that whole scene, I am the Third Revelation, mm. is that he kills Eli and it's like, actually you've got this very sort of binary battle that's actually everything settled in the right place because then Eli is then a martyr mm. for his own religion and Daniel has taken his place rightly as the devil but it's like he is he's happy because he got everything yeah. Eli gets to be the martyr for his cause but Daniel gets to that's what he says I'm done I'm finished because he's done it he's, he's able to get everything um I mean there are stuff in it that you could just pick apart for hours and mm. I'm like even I, I, talking about there will be blood is so hard but like it's just you I, honestly i finished it and then when i thought about trying to explain it, i just thought i just you know what i'll just watch it again yeah i, I just i just if you if you if you're struggling to talk about it, just go watch it again because it's just brilliant and the johnny greenwood score is great it's and- one of those select films that i feel like you could just dissect every single minute of it you just take a minute and talk about it endlessly i think there will be blood will make a fantastic double bill with tar Right, yeah. they are both Great portrayals of tyrants in a very sort of hyper-specific world. Yeah. In d- d- by a director who's got real, you know, uh, teeth behind them, and you know, both films, there will be blood and tar, have that thing. Like I was just saying, you know, if, okay, this is about. I thought this story was going to go one way, and I thought this story was much more understandable than it is. But actually, they what Todd Field does and what Paul Thomas Anderson does is just 
fill it full of nuance and chop it up in, to make it such a more strange mm. beast. And there will be like, is strange. And, and Tart is really strange. I think actually side by side, you're like, oh, these are really interesting portrayals of villains and tyrants yeah. uh, t- uh, together. So, but man, what a, what a movie. So we like it, Matthias. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, don't, but what I will say, Matthias, is I, get, I will imagine that there'll be a couple of years' time. It could be five years, it could be 10 years, it could be three months. You'll go, you know, I think I, I think I might rewatch There Will Be Blood. And you'll do it and you'll go, oh. Oh, yeah, there'll be more. Yeah. Also, just such a great year. The film that always gets mentioned in the same breath as that is uh, No Country for Old Men, which yes. came out the same year and it was between those the same two. location as well. You are. I think they were shot in the same location, similar really? location, same state. And I kind of, yeah. I kind of hold them in my mind similarly. But like, yeah. that's a harder sell. My girlfriend was like, "Oh, would I like that?" And I'm like, "That's really violent." That, like the first five minutes of um, of No Country, Country from Men are really brutal. Very, but brilliant. Oh, excellent, <laughs> excellent film. Moody and yeah, we right. could we, we could go on again. Anyway, shall I read another email? <laughs> 